If you're an entrepreneur who has anxiety about money, you're not alone. And uh, in this video, I'm going to share something that helped me get through it that made me think of money like firewood. Plus, I'm going to share a real story of a guy that I met named Caveman Bob who had a firewood business. We weren't getting the leads that I knew we could. We weren't getting the right leads. What started happening is that our, our leads are more qualified. Our sales have probably gone up by about 10 to 15% a year. We're going to increase our sales volume by a million dollars in a year. What's up, everyone? My name is Jack Jostis, and if you're new here, welcome to the Landscaper's Guide to Modern Sales and Marketing podcast. This show is all about helping lawn and landscape contractors increase your lifestyle, increase your profit, and you know, part of that is dealing with the stress that comes along with that around money. And um, at this time, I've been in business for 12 years. And there've, you know, I definitely still have stress about money and I still wake up sometimes freaked out about it, but nowhere near as much as I used to. So in this video, I wanted to share some things that I learned that helped me um, ultimately manage my money better and more importantly, manage my um, anxiety around money, which everyone has, right? It, there's nothing wrong with it. And you'd be kind of weird if you didn't have some sometimes, right? So uh, right now I'm at a campfire. I'm, uh, uh, I was just scouting for Turkey today. I'm at Turkey camp in Colorado at about 8,000 feet. Didn't see or hear any gobblers today, but I did see this incredible, um, set of courts just bursting out of the ground. There was rose quartz and this white and clear quartz. And there was just this, this thing that was just like emerging out of the ground. And I saw a red fox at my camp when I got back. So overall, pretty good day. But, um, you know, over the last 12 years, they're, they're, especially in the first, like, five to eight years, there were, there were a lot of times where our cash flow was, was negative and people were paid late and I was freaked out and we had a bunch of debt and I used to wake up in the middle of the night, freaked out about it. And I'd check my bank account on my phone. And one night I eventually Googled at like two in the morning, how to run a profitable web design company. And I read a book from the CEO of FreshBooks about value-based pricing. And I started changing my pricing and that started helping. Um, and then I eventually read the book Profit First and hired a Profit First CPA. And we now do that bookkeeping methodology. And that helped us, you know, and we still use that. It majorly helped us manage our money better. So part of it was there there actually was money problems there was there were pricing problems cash flow problems accounts receivable problems accounts payable problems i didn't really understand um because i thought it was someone else's job oh i'm hiring my bookkeeper and cpa but i really once i finally learned how to do it that helped a lot but it was a conversation a few years ago even after we had worked through a lot of those problems um, and I was talking with my business coach Wayne Herring and my wife Kara and uh, Kara was talking about how yeah Jack gets you know you know anxiety about money sometimes or gets upset about it and Wayne shared with me something that he learned from another coach um, about 
And I'm going to put a link to that guy in the show notes because um, I actually haven't met him, but I did read his article before this. And it was essentially um, thinking about money like hammers. And then the way I learned it from Wayne was money is like firewood, you know, and hammers don't grow on trees. Um, Firewood doesn't grow on trees. But I don't know, the reason that the firewood thing made a lot of sense for me uh, was because I've been making fires my whole life. I, you know, I was in the Boy Scouts starting around the time that I was maybe five or six, and I've been camping. Um, I hunt, and I make fires all the time. I know how to make a fire pretty much any time I can make a fire. And I really enjoy making fire. And firewood in particular... I know where to get it. I could go um, hike off into the woods and find a fallen tree. I could, um, I could. You, you can even go to Whole Foods and buy Whole Food uh, buy firewood now. You know, you can just you can just get it. And um, you know, growing up, I I learned to make fires in a particular way, which was you know you'd 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 gather the little stuff, you'd gather your medium stuff, you'd gather your big stuff, but you'd always start building a small fire and lighting one little twig on fire. (laughs) I'm getting smoke in my eye right now. Um, And then, you know, use that to light another one on fire. And then once that gets going, you light a few of them, and you get this little fire going, and then it becomes a a medium fire, and then it becomes, you know, a large fire, and then you start putting the big logs on. Um, But I can always get firewood. I can always figure out how how to get firewood. And once... I started thinking about money that way. A lot of the anxiety honestly went away because I know how to make money. I know where to get money. I could go scrounge up some quarters in my, in my center council. I've got some quarters in there and some nickels and dimes and whatever. Um, I know how to make sales. I could pick up the phone and call a customer. I could call an existing customer who hasn't paid me yet. I could, if I if I needed to, I could I could ask somebody. I could borrow money from the bank. I could use a credit card, whatever. Um, you know, the the credit card thing definitely created some stress, but you get the idea. And so I wanted to share that with you because, you know, right now it's it's springtime, twenty twenty one, and I think this is kind of a timeless message about. Um, money and and anxiety and everything is something that entrepreneurs always deal with but this last year was hard you know with covid and the shutdowns and um depending on what kind of business you're in you're essential you're not essential what you know i mean it's it was stressful and some of us some businesses did really well um some businesses didn't some people didn't and uh it's important to 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 learn some of these skills to cope through it because I really think that at some point uh, you're going to deal with it whether your whether your business is doing really well now you may have a rough patch in the future or whatever so hopefully that was helpful to you and um, the thing that I wanted to share with you about Caveman Bob so when I was in college I played in a band now this is just kind of a random campfire story so. Um, if you're good on the money, anxiety, firewood thing, you can just stop watching this because this is just kind of a silly story. Uh, but when I was in college, I played in a band called the Joint Chiefs of Staff. 
and uh, some of the music we played was Grateful Dead. And somehow we got in contact with this festival down in southern Illinois um, called Cave Fest. And it was in a limestone cave. And the guy who ran the festival was Caveman Bob. And somehow I got in touch with Caveman Bob. And when you'd call him, he'd answer his phone, Firewood. And I was like, oh, uh... You know, I think I have the wrong number. I'm trying to call Caveman Bob. He's like, oh, no, we've got firewood, and I'm also doing Cave Fest. And anyways, he was he was quite the character. He wore um, a tie-dye shirt. He had um, he kind of looked like Santa Claus, and he had a huge beard, this huge white beard and this thick white hair, and he was real sunburned and these bright blue eyes. And when we, when we got down there, he... Uh, he was driving a golf cart and he, and he drove us on down and we had this minivan. We borrowed our, um, Mike Cantella's mom's minivan. It was a Honda Odyssey, I think. And it was packed full of stuff, amplifiers. And we camped there. We had tents, we had coolers, you know, you, you name it. And we drove down and there was this super steep like ramp um, to get down to the stage, which was underneath this limestone outcove. And, uh, and it rained. It was so rainy. And, uh, I don't know, we, we played a Grateful Dead set and we had two drums. We had two drum sets. It was so cool. Um, it was really fun. Anyway, so that's my story. There's a real man named Caveman Bob. I don't, I have, I've lost touch with Caveman Bob. So if you're watching this and you know, um, send this to caveman bob he was a good dude bob thank you for hiring me to speak at or uh, to play at cave fest and rock on with the firewood so um hopefully this was helpful to you it's gonna be fine you know how to build a fire and if you don't know how to build a fire and you're listening to this or watching this you know how to do something so think about it the original example was hammers you know firewood You've got this. Thanks so much for listening to today's episode of the Landscaper's Guide to Modern Sales and Marketing podcast. This show is all about helping lawn and landscapers increase your profit and attract more of the right customers. So check out ramblinjackson.com slash podcast to see a transcript, links to other episodes, and things that you can't miss. Thanks so much for sharing your time with me today. I look forward to talking with you next week.